So let me thank my awesome sponsor, Gummy Cube. And they ask you this simple question, is your app visible in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store? That means are people actually finding your app in those app stores? Well, Gummy Cube, I think are the best resource you can have to optimize your app and increase your search rankings. See how you can increase your revenue with app store optimization. And to, to learn more, go to www.gummycube.com. That is www.gummycube.com. Thanks, Gummy Cube, for sponsoring the show. This episode is sponsored by AppPress. Now, AppPress enables you to build apps code-free, and you can deploy those apps instantly. And AppPress empowers you to create your app the way you want, a real-time design tool that lets you see the work immediately. Uh, you are not bound to rigid templates uh, that really constrict the, the creation process. Uh, design freely, knowing that your app will look perfect on any device. So to go and see it in action, go to www.app-press.com. Look out for the demo video, and I highly recommend using AppPress. Thank you very much to AppPress for sponsoring the show. Just to remind you, at the end of every episode, I've been going through and reading all the reviews that I've ever had on the App Guide podcast, and it's just been so inspiring and uplifting for me. It has made me feel great on a great week anyway for me. So uh, if you have left me a review, great. If not, then listen to some of the reviews. Get a sense of what people are saying about the show. Listen to it. It will be at the end. But for now, let me get straight into the episode. So we're about to have an episode here with Rob Manson. Uh, but before I get into the episode, one of the things that uh, we actually failed to mention is that uh, he's looking for a beta testers uh, to uh, beta test usebenny.com. So uh, what I'll do is I'll leave a, a, a link that you can go to in the show notes. If you are uh, an iOS developer, an engineer, any, if you do have an interest in becoming a beta tester, then go to uh, episode 311 of the appguy.co. Check out the show notes and there'll be a link for you to register your email. Now let's get into the episode. Hi, I'm Roy Adler, the Chief Product Officer at WeWork, and you're listening to the App Guy Podcast. The App Guy Podcast, straight from your host, Paul, the App Guy, sharing his app entrepreneur journey with you for your enjoyment. And now, Paul, the App Guy. Welcome to another episode of the App Guy Podcast. I'm your host, it's Paul Kemp. This is the podcast that helps you as an app entrepreneur. I'm super excited because I, I get to help you by introducing you right for your earbuds, some of the, the best iOS developers, engineers, uh, entrepreneurs, everyone who can like really help us with this journey because there's no proven path. It's it's really challenging out there. And, and this podcast is to help you unravel all the myths about uh, building apps and you know becoming millionaires just try and give you the genuine story about uh, the challenges that lie ahead for you uh, so let me introduce someone now this is a really big coincidence okay you've just listened to an episode with the the chief guy there at uh, we work and this was not intended to um you know it was no uh, kind of black grand plan on this thing it was just literally a coincidence i've got rob manson he is at a we work space believe it or not and uh, he is a senior iOS engineer uh, at uh, Benny. So, Rob, welcome to the App Guy podcast. Thank you, Paul. It's really nice to be here. Now, so you're at a WeWork space. I know that it's very open plan. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us what you've got around you. Uh, so, uh, each floor, I'm at the WeWork Nomad, and each floor has a, has a, a kitchen common area. And so they have these little phone booths where you can kind of squirrel away to, 
to say take a phone call or record a podcast. <laughs> okay, so we're, we're going to now. Uh, I would love to uh, just pick up on a piece of detail that um, that was given us to uh, to us in episode three hundred and ten. Uh, we were told by Rowie Adler that there is free beer. Is that true? Uh, that is true. Every floor has a keg. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> now, to anyone who wants to be inspired to go and work for a startup, work in that kind of space, it, how cool is it to work where you are? Yeah, I mean, so there's an incredible energy here. This is a, it's a really great space. You're surrounded by... I, there must be hundreds of startups on here. It's seven floors. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's a really inspiring thing, and everyone around you is hustling. Because, you know, you, you are talking, Rob, right now to someone who's probably listening to you in, in working in a corporate <laughs> environment, a bank, and they're, they're going to be th- like writing a little note now that says, um, need to ask boss about getting a keg of beer in the office, and we'll yeah. see how that goes down. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So, so let's talk about your journey. I know we can talk a little bit about Agogo, but then move on to what you're currently doing at uh, Benny. So let's start off with um, what it was you were doing at Agogo. Sure. Yeah. So uh, about four years ago, it started at a company called Agogo. I was actually the first uh, first hire there. Uh, we were making a, uh, it's kind of like a Pandora for podcasts. Basically, the idea was that you wouldn't have to subscribe to different stuff. You would get, be able to just basically press a channel and get um, a, a variety of different audio content um, just in a, in a much more kind of spontaneous way than say subscribing to a podcast. Um, I worked on everything as you do at a startup, but uh, one of uh, one of the biggest projects there was working on their iOS app. Uh, we were lucky enough to get uh, featured by Apple. Uh, we, <laughs> Uh, had like a really crazy ride where you get that initial bump of users. So you go from, you know, the needle goes from wherever it is and it just goes absolutely to the max. Um, and we worked through all these different uh, issues with that. Like, so what do you do once you get, once, once you get that fire hose turned on, how do you keep those users? Uh, it is, it was a really kind of crazy experience. But Rob, let's, let's go into that because there's now, people that are getting very excited by listening to this it is everybody's dream to get the apple love to get featured uh, i'm actually talking to you after having a crazy week myself with helping out a launch uh, where it reached um, the t- top charts number two in fact in the uh, the app store and awesome uh, i mean for those of uh, those are the the, the apps of tribe that are listening to this I mean, seriously, tell, walk us through that day where you walked in and you saw the stats and you just, you knew that you'd been featured by Apple. Well, so, so the, you kind of get like a, uh, a hint because they ask you uh, to submit promotional artwork. <laughs> so, uh, but that doesn't really come with any, uh, you know, promise. Uh, that, then later on, you know, we got sort of the, the I, I forget uh, who it was, but we we kind of got like the email saying, okay, it's going to happen uh, when the, t- when the store flips, um, which if I really hope I recall correctly, I think it's Thursday, right? That, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we knew it was going to be that specific Thursday. And so, you know, I, at, at that point, just everyone is glued to mix panel, uh, which is, you know, hitting refresh a million times, <laughs> you know, just trying <laughs> to see. <laughs> uh, sounds great. And, and then um, what, what happened? And are you able to, Kind of give us a sense of uh, of literally how how much impact it had on the first day that you were featured. Yeah, so the it's 
well, so obviously you get you get a ton of downloads, um, but it's also a very different kind. For us, it was at least it was a very different kind of uh, user than we were typically getting. I think we were uh, obviously everything was organic before that, and so we weren't like we weren't necessarily getting uh, just people coming in to just check it out and then leaving. So that was that was a big kind of change was that you know, you'd, you'd even get like downloads and then people wouldn't even open the app. Right. Um, I think before we were, we were in sort of this niche where it, it was, it was people that were already interested in an audio app. They were perhaps already like into podcasts. Uh, and so you're much more likely to keep that person around. Whereas someone that's just basically downloading cause they like the logo maybe or be, <laughs> Yeah. So, Rob, I'd love to know, I mean, did you do anything to get featured? Was there any tips, tricks, uh, like particular posts that caught their attention, or, or was it simply just out of the blue? So, I, I, one thing that we we made a mistake uh, when, we, when we launched was that we didn't uh, make our app accessible. So, that was some of the... I, I don't think it was direct feedback from Apple, but it was it was kind of the the feeling was that we we need you know we need to correct this. So um, this was I think version one point two. We went back and uh, we actually reached out to uh, a uh, organization for the blind called the Lighthouse. Uh, they're based in San Francisco, and we actually did a lot of uh, testing of our app. We had, we put in voiceover. Obviously, we we were actually trying to get. Um, trying to get these people to give us, to give us, be, you know, like as you would do any kind of user testing, but just a, 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 of your voiceover functionality. Uh, the blind is obviously, they're, they're obviously a, a pretty, um, pretty, uh, pretty into podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, especially, I mean, especially, uh, I did listen to a TED talk and uh, one of the, uh, uh, there was someone who's blind and they said the biggest impact tech technology has given them is the uh, ability to listen to audio uh, at uh, two times speed, three times speed, you know, like you can really increase the speed and it yeah. takes away the breaks. And so you can get through more content, but what yeah. I'm learning, what I'm learning from you, I actually got made fun of because my voiceover speed was so slow. <laughs> so, so anyone listening to this now should put it onto two times. And, <laughs> okay. It's just kind normal. of like machine gun staccato, uh, Siri voice, you know, like it was, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so, so what I'm learning then is it's actually a good idea. Anyone listening to this could hook up with like a good cause because, you know, you, you're build, building an app that is going to potentially be disruptive. And if you can do something that is going to benefit the world and in a way, you know, help uh, some people, then that, that could be obviously something that catches the attention of potentially Apple. Yeah, absolutely. I think that was definitely a lesson learned there. Right. Uh, okay. So I don't know how much more we want to talk through this because, w you know, I guess that you did then move on. Um, is, is there any other sure. salient points in the Agogo journey that you had that, that you think would help some people out? Yeah. Well, another thing was that it was just um, launching with good analytics. So we didn't really have that figured out. Uh, it was kind of a I mean, it wasn't an afterthought, but it wasn't it wasn't given as much consideration as 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 it, we should have. Um, so, just coming up with a really structured way of of of, of figuring out what what you're going to be measuring, 
we made the mistake of basically wiring up events to almost everything that you could do in the app. And so the result of that was that you ended up with a lot of events being <laughs> being measured, but no actual clear way of figuring out uh, any kind of uh, figuring out any kind of narratives from from those events. So if I had, for example, a hypothesis on why a certain user wasn't or a certain feature wasn't being used, it was actually very difficult to go back in time to go back, look at the analytics, and figure out why that was happening. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, that that was a mistake. I definitely would have done that differently knowing now. Okay, so what I'm learning then is that uh, it's important to try and figure out like a narrative of why certain things are happening uh, through the use of good data. Um, what, what, would you, what would you recommend as a tool? And just uh, curious, what would you suggest uh, within an so, app? So we, there's different things. We were using Mixpanel. I, you know, you could use Amplitude, that sort of thing. But the the it was... The, it would, the most important thing was just coming up like what were the what were the most important things we wanted to be tracking, and then from there uh, creating the events, and then from there like figuring out which kind of properties we were using uh, we'd want to actually associate with the events. Um, okay, let's let's of, talk about that because I am a podcaster, sure. so I would love to know <laughs> what are the important events in a discovery app that's discovering podcasts. Yeah, well, so so podcasts. And, and audio apps in general, they're different than the way a lot of apps work, which is why we didn't use something like Flurry, which at the time uh, wasn't wasn't suitable. They may have changed it, but the people are often listening to your app in the background, right? Like so, they they they'll play something and then they get a text message or something like that. Um, we wanted to still count that as being part of the session, right? So that so we had to basically go and you know basically wire up our own. Uh, our own session tracking for, for that kind of thing. Um, so something, a lot of out-of-the-box uh, solutions just don't do that, right? It makes panels super flexible in that regard. Of course, you're absolutely a genius. Um, uh, you know, I, I must admit, this is the first time I've realized that sometimes if you uh, go into another app, that could, in some of the analytics, uh, be uh, coming out of the app. But, but actually, it, with an audio, like I've got a few audio apps, they're still sure. listening to it. Yeah. Um, there was other things, like fig- we, we were trying to figure out uh, who like who was using our app the most, so were, were people commuting? That was one of our hypotheses, is that because the app was kind of designed to be hands-off, where you could just press a button and, and it would play a basically an endless uh, channel, we thought that uh, our big market would be commuters, uh, so we were trying to f- figure out how to how to actually <laughs> how could we actually uh, prove or disprove that hypothesis. Um, right? And was it commuters? So <laughs> it's it's so that the uh, what we did find out was that was that so it was it was people were listening to it in during commute time, uh, and that and then it was it was uh, it. It was actually like people on on the around major urban areas. Um, okay, so this is what we're going to do. I've never done this before, but sure. you're, you're going to describe now the um, what what the type of person is listening to this show, and if we get it right, they're going to cut right into us and and let us know. How's that? <laughs> yeah. So so the type of transportation and the the type of journey give us a sense of of who could potentially be listening to this. So that. Um, so I think since you have a technical audience, I'm going to say it's people 
in the evening listening at home. Right. <laughs> if you are listening to this in the evening at home, uh, while you're, whilst your wife is watching some trashy TV program, reality TV, then let me know. Get in touch. It's uh, Twitter, Paul underscore S underscore Kemp or theappguy.co. Uh, uh, Paul, uh, disclaimer, I'm just doing that. I just said that because that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> okay. Man, we thought you had like some big master plan. and yeah. No. <laughs> you're, you're winging it. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, the thing is, like, the beautiful thing about podcasting, I know everyone's different, but I, I listen to it and, and capture um, podcasts, even on the shortest journey, even just doing the simplest thing. It's just a quick put your earbuds in and, and even, you know, just like around the house when you've got 10 minutes. So it, that's a beautiful thing about it. It's always with you, with your phone. Absolutely, yeah. So I think that's why radio is falling off. Do you have a view on podcasting, whether it is going to, uh, you know, really uh, a dent radio? Is radio about to fall off a cliff? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, it, it seems like the two are going to merge somewhere. <laughs> um, well, given that you've just moved from a go-go, I'm wondering... Uh, <laughs> If, yeah. <laughs> if, uh, if we should be worried about anything. No, I, you know, the, um, it's, it's, there was like a, there's a lot of consolidation too. And with the, there was, um, uh, a, a competing app called swell, uh, and they got bought by, uh, uh, someone I forget actually, but there, there was also stitcher that was, uh, acquired by Deezer. So there was for uh, I, this was all about two years ago. There was a huge amount of movement in that market with people just buying up uh, uh, smaller companies. Although I guess Stitcher was actually pretty big, uh, and so it seemed it kind of seemed for a minute that like you know this was going to become uh, you know like a real mainstream thing, and then it really didn't happen. Like I think it's just been happening gradually. Uh, and you know that there will be press. And, you know when Serial came out, there was all that. Uh, all the hubbub about it and that kind of died down but almost everyone I talk to now seems to listen to podcasts yeah yeah definitely is uh, well I mean that's the thing that I do so, so um, I mean we'd love to just pick up on the fact that you did join uh, uh, usebenny.com uh, which people can go and check out and uh, what, what is it you're getting up to now oh yeah so uh, so Benny is uh, kind of it's a mint.com meets AARP or USAA, so kind of like an advocacy uh, organization um, mixed with uh, like being able to, to manage your personal finances uh, for the self-employed. So, so, this is, so this is basically like an affinity group for people that like are uh, freelancing, uh, self-employed, if you're like a freelance designer, freelance software engineer. Um, we're trying to make it really easy for people to uh, get a lot of the stuff that people that work at bigger companies get for free. So like the, basically the HR aspects of, uh, you know, how, knowing how much money you're making, how much money you should be saving for taxes, whether or not you have the right kinds of insurance, licensing, that kind of stuff. Uh, by using software, I think we can make that accessible and a lot easier to, to get at for people. So, so this is great. I mean, in a way, I was working for a large corporation, uh, a, an asset manager, and yeah. uh, a lot of the people around me said, you know, I, I like my job because I get uh, health insurance, I get life insurance, I get uh, medical bills paid, uh, you know, and they, but, but they kind of couldn't quantify the value of that. It was just like a nice to have 
And uh, you, what you're doing is you're enabling smaller businesses, freelancers to kind of understand all that and get maybe the access that they possibly didn't know they could get. Yeah, and that's and that's a, that's the big kind of vision. We're starting out just on the on the finance part of it. So um, so the the scenario is basically that uh, if. If you're, for example, uh, uh, let's say you're a hairstylist that works at Vincent, uh, which is a marketplace for for hairstylists, uh, let's say you get paid maybe on a uncommon, like a you, you get paid per job, right? Um, if it, if if that's your uh, if that's how you're making most of your income, it's it's actually unclear uh, how much money you're making in a different in a certain pay period, unless you're basically doing your own bookkeeping. Uh, so we we can like we can basically make that really easy for people to figure out. Okay, uh, you know how much have I made in the last two weeks? How, mu- how much did I make in this month? How much money should should I be saving for taxes? And um, by track by tracking your uh, your expenses and things like that, actually, you know how much you can actually be able to write off for a specific tax period. So let me thank who I think is the planet's best app store optimization company and that is a gummy cube now gummy cube are a san francisco based company but they can deal with you wherever you are they are an app store optimization technology company now they leverage big data from the apple app store and the google play store and they use this to feed their algorithms which helps you to be more effective with search on the app store now one of the biggest discoveries they've made over the last few years is that web search and mobile search are completely different so they collect big data it's called data cube and this is from the app stores not the web search Uh, so this means that you can be much much more effective with optimizing your apps uh, for the google play store and the apple app store so i highly recommend going and checking them out it's www.gummycube.com g-u-m-m-i-c-u-b-e gummycube.com and just thank you gummy cube for being such a great supporter of this show let me tell you about app press i've had the founder on this show before that's how i've got to know about app press his name is grant glass if you haven't uh, heard his episode it's episode 253 i recommend you go back and, and listen to that and he talks through all the success stories uh, that uh, app press have helped with app entrepreneurs uh, and what app press uh, does is it builds uh, apps code free so if you're listening to this and you're not a coder then this is absolutely the right platform for you uh, you can deploy instantly without knowing a single line of code uh, app press empowers you to create the app uh, that you really want to uh, it, it has a real-time design tool that lets you see the work immediately uh, you're not bound by any rigid templates and you can really have a free reign at the creation process So design knowing that your app will look perfect on any device. You don't have to worry about all the different size devices, uh, iPhone 6, iPhone 6 Plus, and uh, iPad and all the Android different devices. You don't have to worry about that. So I want you to go to www.app-press.com. That's www.app-press.com. Check out the short demo video and see it in action. Thank you very much to AppPress for supporting the show. So, Rob, the, um, as we're getting towards the, the end of the show, uh, there's two things that we need to squeeze in before we say goodbye to you. Uh, sure. one, one is that uh, we do have uh, app uh, developers, app entrepreneurs listening to this show. Uh, we do like to try and generate some ideas. The way we do it is by uh, 
asking you whether you have any pain points or frustrations in your current uh, role in, in your life that we could understand and, and, and then we could work out like potential ideas to f- solve those. Uh, so could you think back to the last you know few months of working and, and think of one of the biggest pain points you think that needs a solution for what you're doing? Oh, uh, well, I wish someone would make a third-party Slack client for, for iPhone. So uh, I always... Um, this Slack's current uh, app is like a, some kind of hybrid. Uh, I think it's it's got a web view in there somewhere, and it doesn't work with emoji properly. So if you made a Slack, a native iPhone Slack client that supported emoji, that would make my life much better. <laughs> I, I think I think that is. I, I mean, well, we've we've learned from this show that Slack is the the hot the hot company in uh, Silicon Valley. <laughs> So I guess that's true. Yeah, that, that and product hunt, and uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so you know, I mean, any, anyone that does anything with a hot product can can make a lot of money. So, uh, a third party Slack app that would then just help uh, the whole app uh, on iOS. Yeah. Well, one another thing that uh, I, I, you know, I was and listened to your show, Paul, and and one thing that you do that's really interesting sometimes is that you read back uh, people's reviews of your show. Um. It would be it'd be cool if there was a way that that people could somehow integrate that into their app so they could feature feature uh, different reviews that people had. I, I don't know. I haven't really thought it out all the way through, but it, it'd be cool if there was a way that you could just get that kind of participation in the same way that, okay. that you incorporate. I have an absolutely awesome idea for an app developer. Uh, everyone who's got got this far in the show, you are going to get rewarded because this is it. Ready? Yeah. As you sign on to the app, uh, it, you know, it knows who you are and it will then uh, play an audio of some of the reviews, maybe even your own review uh, that uh, you've had in the app. I just I just signed up to an app that I'm beta testing today and I can't go into too much detail, but I can say that the user onboarding was the most amazing experience I've gone through uh, because there was an audio message helping me through the sign up and it was fantastic because every step of the way it was a little audio message hey you know you need to give your name here just this is because don't you know and here's your email don't worry we're not going to sell it but just hearing those audio instructions behind the user onboarding was fantastic so i think incorporating that with reviews maybe or just certainly the user onboarding experience that that what a killer idea what do you think (laughs) i think i think someone should make that right away right okay (laughs) so um well if you know about the show then you know the last thing is we love to find out about new apps and uh wondered if you have one or two apps that you could tell us about oh yeah so uh um so recently been using this uh it's it's a uh recipe card app for uh cocktails it's called highball (laughs) i don't know if you played around with this but it's got this uh Really amazing uh, uh, recipe maker where you kind of piece together uh, a, a picture of the cocktail that you're making. Like at, at Benny, we, we have our, our house cocktail. It's called the Mixed Signals, which is uh, very strong cold brew coffee. Uh, one part and then one part uh, Johnny Walker Black. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, it's, it, you should not have it uh, before you plan on going home. But yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it the app is just absolutely absolutely beautifully done. Uh, I recommend checking that out. Okay. Uh, the, uh, another app that I don't I feel like doesn't get enough love is this app called French Girls. Um, 
it's uh, apparently named after some part in the in the movie Titanic. But uh, basically, the idea is you take a picture, and then someone else, another user of the app, uh, actually draws that picture. And it's so it's like a it's kind of a social network for for both these pictures and people's artwork of them. Well, it, it also has the best pull down to refresh Easter egg I've ever seen. So <laughs> definitely check that out, Rob. Uh, just for the enjoyment of anyone who's listened to this show for some time, uh, there was a mention of French girls a while back, and oh, awesome! Uh, um, it was just one. I mean, it's pretty good out of three hundred episodes. And and what happened is that the uh, the mention. Um, resulted in a tweet going out to uh, the the founders and said, "Look, your app's been mentioned. You want to get on the show?" And we had the investor behind it um, on the show, Chris Jones. Oh, amazing! So, um, yeah, I love I love when that's another tip for anyone who wants to, uh, you know, network. Just uh, put put the at symbol of anybody who you want to connect with and just say, "Hey, you've got a shout out. You, you guys should connect." Um, Very cool. Well, Rob, what an enjoyable, I mean, I, I feel like I really wish I was in there in person chatting with you with the beer because I, it could have, been a, could have been a very different conversation. Uh, but, oh, you're welcome anytime. Rob, <laughs> how best can people get in touch and reach out with you? Of course, you know, if anyone's listening to this, they, they, as always, you can go to theappguy.co and search out Rob Manson at episode 311. But in the meantime, we'd love to know how to reach out and connect. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I'm always on Twitter. So L-I-T-S-O, Litso is my name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, really short um, handle there on Twitter. So pretty impressive. <laughs> um, and also, yeah, of course, we'll put uh, links to those uh, apps that you've mentioned in the show notes as well, if anyone needs to find them. Uh, oh, very cool. Rob, what an enjoyable chat. You're very inspir- inspirational. Thank you very much for um, disrupting podcasting for, for a bit and, <laughs> and, and now disrupting um, human resources. And, uh, with, We're going to get there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all, all the best with the, uh, everything, and um, I uh, wish you good luck. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate it. So remember to go and check out www.gummycube.com. That's G-U-M-M-I-C-U-B-E.com, who are the world's best app store optimization company. And I highly recommend uh, using them to improve the optimization of your apps and help them get discovered in the app store and use their algorithms and their data cube from the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. So www.gummycube.com. And thanks to Gummycube for being such a great supporter of this show just to remind you this show is supported by app press and app press enables you to build apps code free and you can deploy those apps instantly and app press empowers you to create your apps the way you want to it has a real-time design tool that lets you see your work immediately and you're not bound by any rigid templates you could just build the, the app that you're actually thinking of so go and check out the short demo video uh, it's www.app-press.com uh, the video is app-press.com forward slash short demo and thank you very much to app press for supporting the show so we're continuing with this uh marathon which is going through every single review thank you very much if you've listened to the end of some of the last episodes let me go straight into it uh on now we're up to the 27th of november and 2014 this is from germany you know there's a lot of reviews from germany so to all the germans listening big shout out to all of you 
Uh, and uh, you, you guys rock. A lot of great entrepreneurs. I've had quite a few Germans on the show. So uh, MFGMFD says, Paul, the app guy left me a personal audio message. Well, I do that. I do connect. I love to reach out to people in person. I am a huge fan of the App Guy podcast. I am very impressed by Paul's generosity and also his creativity. I loved his personal audio message he sent me. Well, I'm telling you, if anyone is wondering how to make a difference, well, just start being authentic and genuine yourself. And so thank you very much to MFGM FD. You are amazing and i would love to send you another personal audio message if you're listening to this and just get in touch and let me go through uh, and find uh, uh, very useful and enjoyable uh, to listen to Uh, paul bypasses the hype and creates a relaxed and informative environment for his guests to share insights into their app journeys It's a great help for us aspiring app entrepreneurs. Thanks, Paul. Well, uh, Enhancient from Australia, who left a review of five stars on the 28th of November. Thank you so much. This is great. Absorbing content. I binge listened to five episodes back to back and I love the content. Thank you very much to Adam Stiles. Uh, enjoyable content uh, Dan Dare one enjoyable content great interviews from the UK short sweet um, excellent podcast with a lovely chap fantastic podcast and lovely chap well L Jamia from the UK who left out on the 3rd of December I'm talking to you now and thank you so much let me try and send you a personal audio message or even have a chat with you um, long distance driving Kevin Anthony. Now, I actually did speak to Kevin and he was doing a wonderful, um, he had a wonderful idea for an app. And I remember the conversation very well. It was to help small businesses with a split between uh, the tax uh, that they end up paying to the government and then the profit that they keep for themselves. I thought it was an excellent idea. Kevin, if you're listening, I hope you've done uh, your app and I can promote it on this show and uh, tweet about it and and, uh, try and help you get some downloads. So uh, if you are still doing a long drive whilst listening to this particular announcement, please do get in touch again. I'd love to know where you stand with the app. Uh, Here we go, A a long distance driving. Kevin says, fed up with the radio, want something different. Well, I just realized the world of podcasts. I've known it, it's been out there, but I've never really looked properly. My subjects are micro business startups, social media for business. I found the app guy kept me entertained for ages well 300 episodes would do that kevin great discussions great information from a uk perspective the app guy the standout podcast in a big new world kevin thank you 14th of december you know we're getting to the end again so there's so many to read out and i just really thank you all this um, is just so inspiring i'll do some more but for now thank you very much and uh, see you in another episode